when I started for two years, I was hiding behind the scene. I had my nonprofit. People knew who I was, but people did not know I was actually working on FemBnB. We had a social media page. I had an intern working on it. Nobody knew I was doing it. So when the moment I came out, I remember it was a very tough decision for me because I'm like, oh my God, what if I come out and what people are going to say? Like, you know, my personal brand, people are going to think I'm doing too much. And it was just so many thoughts going through. And even impulsive syndrome kicked in because I'm like, I'm going into an industry where there's so many people. How do I do this? So I came to the realization that I need to connect my personal brand with what I'm already doing. I remember coming out and telling people, hey, on, on Instagram, like, hey, this is what I'm doing. And the support that I received was crazy, was amazing. I'm like, wow, it's a good thing I didn't stay behind the screen for this long. Welcome to the Juicy CEO Podcast. Listen, it's time to give you some hard truths. So sit up and pay attention. If you don't know how to stand out online today, you have already lost. In order to create credibility, influence, and real staying power, you have to build a personal brand with some juice. So join me, personal brand strategist, coach, and breast cancer survivor, Monique Bryan, each Wednesday morning as I teach you all the tips and tricks I use to build my six-figure brand while in remission. It's time for you to get to that juicy CEO status by learning from some badass women in business who've been where you are, showing you that juicy CEOs are made, not born. So sit back, relax, and let's get ready to get into the juice. You guys are in for a special treat today. I want to welcome Ya Barago to the Juicy CEO stage. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you a little bit about this queen. Okay, Ya is a tech entrepreneur, philanthropist, mentor, co-founder and CEO of an amazing new company called Femme B&B Inc., the first social networking vacation and short-term rental platform that puts safety first. Yah holds a BA degree in criminology and sociology from the University of Windsor, but her passion for tech, women, and children advancement led her to the information technology and nonprofit sector for the past 11 years. She is also the co-founder and president of Hands of Hero Foundation, a nonprofit organization that provides mentorship, leadership, career development for youth in Canada and Ghana. She is the recipient of the Global Impact Award, recognized as the top black women to watch in Canada, top 30 under 30 pioneers, and was most recently recognized as the top 20 women in the travel industry by Travel Plus. Girl, dang! This is amazing. Ya is on a mission to reshape women's travel and hosting experiences across the globe. Welcome, Ya! Oh, thank you so much, Monique. Oh, my God. You literally just went so deep. Thank you. That's you. Mm, mm, I'm just reading it, girl. You, This is your accolade. And these are just even some of them. You have made such strides in such a short period of time. Yeah. You know, I would say I've been in the public eye for some time prior to FemBnB. Because of my nonprofit organization that I was actually in, involved in, I received a lot of opportunities through that. And basically, I think I started that about 10 years ago. Actually, te- yeah, about 10 years ago. So with that, a lot of people kind of knew me through that, I would say, initiative. And essentially, when I transitioned into FemBnB, it's like everything kind of carried over. 
So some mm. of the I received were from my previous, you know, work that I was I was doing in Toronto and also in Ghana. And then essentially when I came into the travel tech scene, it kind of followed through. <laughs> so but that's the, the that's the power of, of a really great, strong personal brand. You literally like summed up what it is that like what I'm telling all of the audience, like, guys, you need to build your personal brand because the thing you're doing today will follow you into your next thing if you do it well. Certainly. And that's what you that's exactly what you did. Your people followed you because you were like, yeah, about that life. I'm going to follow her over to her next thing because I don't want to lose all of the magic, period. They came with I when I found you on I found you on LinkedIn and somebody was highlighting your, you know, femme B&B and I was like femme B&B like Airbnb and I was like, "Oh, I need to know more about this because Monique loves to be traveling. So I need you guys to I really need you to tell people about your company and how and I should say why you started what you started." Thank you so much, Monique, for that question. So for me, it stemmed down from when I was a young child. When I was young, you know, I loved to travel. So even throughout university, I was traveling with my girlfriends on a really low budget. And so travel has always been part of me, Has is my passion. I'm a very spontaneous person. I could literally pick up today and I'm gone. But of course, my kids are keeping me grounded right now. So I have to plan a lot now. However, um, while in university, I also was, I was exploring different, I would say, programs that I actually really wanted to see how it is. So I, I decided to take several courses in computer science, and that's how I knew that I had the passion for tech. So after university, I went into tech, and then essentially, that's why I've been in tech for the past 11 years. So when I decided to go to, I wanted to travel for my 30th birthday, so I planned a trip with my girlfriends, and they ended up, you know, bailing out on me at the last minute. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead with the trip anyways. I'm going to Wait, they bailed on you? Yes. On your 30th birthday trip? They did. <laughs> okay, first of all, are they still friends? Are we still friends? <laughs> yes, we are still friends, but you know, I always say thank you for that experience because with that experience is what actually brought me here. So it was, it was, you know, a very defining moment for me because when I traveled by myself to, to several countries in Europe, I had several, I had one experience actually in Paris and I had contacted one of my very old friends, a guy, a male, and he's like, yeah, he's going to pick me up. He left me stranded for five hours. Thank goodness I actually connected with someone on Facebook prior to me leaving. So then I reached out to the lady and then she basically made my trip really like amazing, essentially in Paris. And then when I got to Rome, that was where, where everything started. My host was supposed to pick me up from um, the metro station. I told him I'm coming by myself and he was aware of that. So he's like, you know what, just for your safety, I'm going to come and get you from the metro station and take you to your apartment. When I arrived, he, I messaged him and I'm like, hey, I'm here. He's like, oh, unfortunately, he will not be able to pick me up anymore. I have to kind of find my way there. He's like, well, it's only maybe 100 meters from where you are. So I'm like, okay, fine. I'm going to walk there. So when I, on my way there, basically, I was harassed all the way, even in the front of the the apartment building. I was sexually harassed right there. I was so scared to the point I had had to go to another convenience store right beside the apartment and ask them to use their phone. Fortunately, he would not be able to give me his phone. I have to walk back to the metro station, 
to use the Wi-Fi. So walking back felt like a hundred years and it was so nerve wracking and and just an experience I don't think anybody wants to go through. A black woman in in, in Italy with a luggage, clearly I'm not from there. So of course there's a lot of eyes on me and I, I felt really even nervous just walking through and getting back to Metro Station. So when I got a hold of the, the host, I'm like, hey, this is what I went through. And then he's like, oh, you know, this happens all the time. Nothing will happen to you. It was very nonchalant. And I'm like, are you are you telling me like this is like, yeah, this this happens all the time. It's like I really can't do anything about it. So he's like, if you are uncomfortable or if you feel like, you know, you're not safe, the place is not safe enough for you, I can offer you a new place. He was kind enough to offer me a new place. However, it was then that I said, you know what, if it was a woman that maybe I was a woman that was a host, I think she would have been more empathetic, would, would actually understand that I'm coming by myself. I think she would be because we have shared experiences, she will actually understand where I'm coming from. So when I arrived back to Canada, I started talking to several women and I I realized that, wow, this is an issue that actually exists. I spoke to my lawyer. She said, yeah, she was in Portugal one time and people thought she was a prostitute. And so she was all the way. So was, I'm like, wow, this is something that actually exists. It's just that we don't really talk about it. So I wanted to find a solution, a solution that was solved. Of course, not, we may not be able to actually guarantee safety, but we want to maximize it as much as possible. Mm. Essentially, um, that is how FemBnB, the idea of FemBnB came about, basically providing an end-to-end travel solution to alleviate safety issues associated with men travel and, and hosting experience. And believe it, I actually spoke to, during our market validation, I did speak to some Airbnb hosts as well to also find out, apart from the guest side of things, apart from women travelers, are hosts also experiencing this? And yes, some of them are experiencing it. A lady essentially told me that she had to change her profile picture on Airbnb with a, a, a male friend. So she, 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 she actually does not get creepy guys um, booking with her because she has an incident where there was a guy from Portugal that came to stay with her and basically made sexual advances to her. So all these things. Lord. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's funny because with women, we don't really share some of these experiences unless maybe someone else shared their experience, like the Me Too movement. Right. So it was one of those situations that I said, you know, I needed to create a solution. One, I love to travel and I love, I love tech. How can I, you know, combine those two passions together? And essentially that is how FemBnB came about and, and formulating a travel tech company and really creating spaces, safe spaces for women and and create maximizing the safety overall. Oh my goodness, that is amazing. And that's the thing with like when we create new things, right? It comes out of solving a problem, but usually it's a problem that we, like something we've experienced. Because what's so funny is my first time in Rome was similar to yours. And so I was with two other girlfriends though. I was 20, probably 23 at the time. And I was, you know, in my in my twenties, I was actually a total badass. So like nobody could talk to me or say nothing to me. So when men were harassing me on the street, I would be like, you know, giving them the finger, telling them to f off, like all these things. But you can only do that for so long before you're like, oh my god, was this is this my experience? Like, it's a beautiful, beautiful place. And this one thing that happened to me, I'll never forget. It's tainted by that, with, with that stuff that's happening. And I was lucky that I wasn't traveling alone, but there's no way I would have felt safe by myself traveling in Italy by myself. Yes. I do not know. 
<laughs> what is going on over there where that's acceptable. But I love that, you know, you took that and then you created something newly from it. So talk to me a little bit about like, how is Femme BNB different? Like, I know it's all about like maximizing the safety, but like, what can you give like some people some insights of like what's different from Femme BNB to like regular maybe Airbnb? Certainly. Thank you for that question. Actually, a lot of people do ask me what is different from ours with FemBnB compared to other competitors. With FemBnB, our focus we are is community, right? We're really creating a community to allow women to tap into it when they're traveling. So we have a special feature on our platform. It's called Her Community. So Her Community is actually a social networking feature. So when you come on, when you go through our five-step verification process, you do have access to that, that, that platform. And essentially you're able to connect with other women, no matter where you are around the world. We have other travel solutions, travel solutions powered by artificial intelligence. We have the AI travel assistant, more like a companion where you're able to chat with it when you're, you know, travel to certain places, able to get information even prior to before you leave, or even when you're there, we also will have a travel game. So you're able to you're able to utilize that to connect with other women and also really enhance the experience overall, as well as our AI itineraries and friend finders. So at any given point, you're able to connect with someone. So with that, that is what really makes us different because we're wow. not space. We're not we're not just providing safe spaces. We're actually trying to enhance the end to end travel experience for women overall. So you don't need to even come on our platform to just just for booking. You can just simply come there to connect with other women and really enhance your travel experience altogether. Oh, I love that. That is I mean, that's that's fantastic because I think that is what prevents a lot of women from traveling right now. It's like. Some people are very adventurous and can do it by themselves, but a lot of people can't. And even if they did, I mean, how much more amazing would it be? Like, I'm just thinking about myself. Like, you know, if I go to like, Portugal is actually one of my favorite places to be, but I go there and I'm able to go on the app and connect with another woman who's traveling and say, hey, let's have a coffee, right? Whereas, as opposed to me sitting there and having a coffee by myself, which I can because I can take some selfies, but it's nicer to, you know, meet another person, find out their story. I love that. That is really, really Interesting. And this AI travel companion where I can like, is it like I can talk to the, the, the app while I'm traveling to get information and like enrich my day? Yes, certainly like that. So basically it will be, it's like a chat bar. It's actually already developed, but has not been implemented yet. As more women are able to join because it's AI, it's, you know, machine learning. So used and enhance that. So right now, with what we current with our current development, you're able to, you know, find out like restaurants around certain areas, you're able to get even safety tips in certain areas. You're also able to even, you know, find about like, you know, different flights information or if your flight is delayed. So all that it's in that AI. And we're hoping that we're able to integrate all the things in it where, you know, you're able to book actually on the on that plat on the actual chat bot and really be a companion anywhere you travel, right? So it's like we're building on it right now. It's we just on the MVP, I would say the MVP stage. So there is not much in it, but what we have currently right now still assists people. We'll be able to assist people when they do travel. I love it. So where, what stage is Femme BNB at right now? Like, can we, can we book when do we have a like open date? Let, let us know, let the people know. 
So we actually soft launch in January and um, you are able to actually book and you're able to list a space. So that functionality is there. However, we're currently our health community, I would say feature, which is a, the, the AI powered social social platform. That one is actually being and it's under development right now. And we're hoping to at least release some part of it by the end of by the end of this year. I think 2021 is the is the product roadmap for it. So yeah, so we're still in development for that. But yes, when you come on our platform right now, you're able to list your pro- property and you're also able to book as well. Nice, nice. So for anybody who's listening and wondering, like, how do I make this happen? It is active. You can start hosting your place. You can start finding out more about it. You can join the community. And it's it's a perfect timing, right? Because the, the travel restrictions are for different parts of the world are just lifting in a lot of places, right? So now is the perfect time to start planning your trip. And like, listen, Monique is out of here, okay? Soon as she can get, I have already booked my first trip since... COVID-19 has struck the world. So I am getting on my first plane and I'm so excited that I can't even handle it. Allow me to interrupt this regularly scheduled program to bring you this very important announcement. Do you know the number one question I get asked by business owners? It's this. Monique, how does my personal brand actually make me any money? What if I told you that your dream bank account is directly connected to your ability to build a juicy personal brand? Wait, I get it. Everyone's talking about building that personal brand. Build a personal brand. Build a personal brand. It's exhausting and quite annoying. Am I right? But here's the thing. That is why I am doing a free masterclass showing you how to shorten that runway to your dream bank account using three simple strategies that took me from brand to bank that you could implement today. Let me show you how I went from no one knowing my name to speaking on stages, doing podcast interviews, and securing those five-figure deals. So I don't want you to sleep on this. Go and secure your spot. Go to bit.ly forward slash brand to bank. That's bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash B-R-A-N-D-T-O-B-A-N-K. Okay, because I'm going to be smashing those myths on what it really takes for a business owner to be building their personal brand today. Now let's get back to the episode. I would love to know what are some of the places right now that Fembot is connected with? Like what what cities, what parts of the world can people start hosting or traveling to using FemBnB? So with FemBnB right now, our marketing focus is actually just in Toronto. However, we find that there's a lot of people coming from all over. We have over 4,000 women that have already signed up with us from 60 different countries. Only The only issue is that we're still getting more listings because we're fairly new. So we're getting more listings, but the current listings are there right now. There's some in Toronto, some in California. There's some also in um, Puerto Rico. There is, I think, several in Montreal. So there are a little bit scattered, but our focus right now is in Toronto and essentially kind of moving on to other other spaces. And when are you going to be in Europe? Because, I mean, we need to fix this whole, you know, people are sexually harassing problem. What about that? We are open for people in Europe to also um, list their properties as well. We actually have, we do have a listing in Spain already. So and also a listing in Italy. 
so we are open for other people in Europe to list. So our platform is open. However, in terms of marketing, where I go to market, because we are pretty new, our go to market plan is to focus on one seat at a time, but it's open for anybody in Europe or North America to be able to list or book. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. So anyone who's listening from around the world, it is ready to go. I love it. So I would love to know, do you have any solo travel safety tips as the world's opening up, people are booking their flights. What are some of the things you would recommend as women we pay extra attention to? For that, I would say, you know, do your research before you go to any others, like before you go, if you travel, do your research, find out, you know, what are the safety like areas or what are the safest areas? I should say, what are the safest areas for you to actually travel to? One of the things that I also say is that, you know, if you're traveling by yourself, make sure you have your pepper spray if you can. And if you do see anybody even following you, pretend that you're on the phone. That's what sometimes I do when I see that maybe someone's following me. I pretend I'm on the phone or even pretend I'm taking a picture. So they feel like, you know, I'm engaged somehow. Also, another tip is, you know, have an emergency number, someone that you can simply reach out to right away if you're in trouble. There are, of course, several ways that you can get help. But I think that if you're able to actually have someone that you can reach out to right away, that would be great. And of course, using our platform would also make your travel safer because we are we do vet everybody that actually join join our platform. So those are some of the tips that I would I would give. I love that. I think like just being really self-aware of your surround, like being aware of your around surroundings is super important because sometimes you can get wrapped up in the scenery or on your phone or even you can get lost in a conversation if you're, if you know, and you won't see what's happening around you. So being like, so I'm super high alert when I'm out in different countries. Like you ain't going to catch me. You ain't going to kidnap me. You ain't going, <laughs> you ain't going to rob me. I am on high alert. You ain't going to catch me. Right. And if you do, I'm going to catch you on my phone because most likely I'm already taking a picture and I'm going to run you down. OK, so but sometimes talking about self-awareness, too, because I remember when I went to Turkey, I went by myself and there was a gentleman that kept following me. So he walked up to like, oh, my God, you're so exotic. And I'm like, OK, he's like, oh, you want to you want to come and see my carpet? I'm like, no, I'm not coming to see your carpet. Ew, that's such a gross you sell some carpets and you want me to come and see your carpet so you have to be you have to be aware of your surroundings and try to be in public areas as much as possible for me even like when I travel by myself I try to use the the hop on and hop off bus because there's always people in it you know I try to go to places that there's going to be a lot more people so I'm not the only one there and making sure that like you know you're not really leaving clues that you're also sometimes even by yourself, right? You have to try to sometimes pretend that you're not by yourself. So try to maybe do certain things that people are not really, really looking at you like, okay, this person is by themselves and, and they're the target. So sometimes, you know, you have, I think it all, and also I guess based on pers- personal preference as well, for me, like I'm always trying, I'm very alert as to who's beside me. And if I see someone is watching me, I pretend I'm either on the phone. Hey, hubby, how are you doing? You know, just so I can push them off. So it's one of those things. And, and I think with solo travel, it's picking up a lot. Like it's picking up. So people are trying to find ways to really make it better. And with FemBnB, we really want to do that for women. I love that. All amazing tips, all putting in action. So I'd like to s- switch gears just a little bit and talk about your, like the starting over 
piece, right? Because you had, you know, you were doing something in tech, nonprofit, you know, working with children and development for 11 years. And then you go and you start this company, right? Like, I would love it if you kind of just shared with people, like, what was that experience like for you personally? Because starting over, you know, it's brave, it's something a lot of people are afraid to do and not everyone is guaranteed success when it does happen. But I would love to know, like, what was that like for you to be like, I'm starting a whole new company now. Watch me. Well, thank you for that question, Monique. So for me, I didn't quit my job right away. I knew that this is something I wanted to do. So I essentially, when I had the idea, of course, I had to I, I got a co-founder, right, and started to talk to her as to what, how we can actually create this. But I did not quit my job. I did put my nonprofit organization on hold because it was just too much because I'm just running two different companies plus working. It was just, so I put that on hold to just focus on FemBnB because I really felt like it would be something that it will be something great of course I, I I have the vision I know would be great but if I'm not 100% focused on it it would it would just not be as great as I want it to be so I had to put my my nonprofit organization hold and focus on this but one thing I will also say is that I love philanthropy I love to get back so within FemBnB knowing that I put that on hold to work on this I actually wanted to connect it so with FemBnB, we do have a social impact leg to it where every transaction on our platform actually goes towards fighting against menstrual equity for girls in Africa. So yes, it's on hold, but then I'm still kind of still have a connection to it and still working with it. And I thought, hey, if I'm giving back to women that are privileged to travel, if I'm trying to provide spaces for women that are privileged to even, you know, rent your space because not everybody's privileged to travel. I need to be aware that there's also girls out there that are not privileged that we, we, we women can support. And so that is where that change, the social impact aspect of it came from. The fact that I, I've already kind of like, you know, at the back of my head, I know my history and I know this is something that I love. How about I combine that with what I do? So the transition was not bad. It was actually pretty smooth because I kind of combined all my passion in one, right? And I'm already in tech, so I already know the software development, everything like that. So it was not a complete change. And because I also travel, it's not a complete change. So I'm already in an industry that I'm already aware. I have knowledge in it. I have experience in it. So it was not a complete change for me. We did have to start over in terms of Airbnb. When I started for two years, I was hiding behind the scene. Yes, I was. I had my nonprofit. People knew who I was, but people did not know I was actually working on Airbnb. We had a social media page. I had an intern working on it. Nobody knew I was doing it. So when the moment I came out, I remember it was a very tough decision for me because I'm like, oh my God, what if I come out and what people are going to say, like, you know, my personal brand, people are going to think I'm doing too much. And it was just so many thoughts going through and even impulsive syndrome kicked in because I'm like, I'm going into an industry where there's so many people. How do I do this? So I came to the realization that I need to connect my personal brand with what I'm already doing. So I remember coming out and telling people, hey, on, on Instagram, like, hey, this is what I'm doing. And the support that I received was crazy was amazing i'm like wow it's a good thing i didn't stay behind the screen for this long right <laughs> sometimes 
need to hide from people. We need to hide what we're doing because we, we, we're scared of the perception of what people would think. When I came out, when I noticed that, wow, the support, people really need this and, and the support is out there. So I need to continue to do what I'm doing. I had to start all over again. And that was basically the push for me, getting that support and knowing that this is needed really allowed me to start all over again after wasting over 40, almost 40K and I had to do all over again. So it's one of those things where it's been a good experience for me. And and looking back, I'm like, wow, I started literally with nobody knowing about my platform. And in the span of a year and a half is like, whoa, you know, there. So it is, <laughs> that, that's, I love that. So it's like, it's starting a new business from scratch, but you had all of the ingredients to make it work, right? Like you knew you were going to put in like the give back component. You knew travel was in your bones. Tech is what you do. And then you went and you built this thing. So I love that. So what advice would you give yourself knowing what you know now, if you were starting again? What would you tell your your former self? I would tell my former self to connect more, to really open up my network. Because when I came out to basically tell people what I do, my network started to expand. My resources started to expand. And I remember there was a time that I literally gave up. I'm like, I am done. But it was through my network and the people that had been supporting me that really kept me going. And knowing that, you know, if I had not done that, I don't think I would have been where I am right now. So looking back, I would say that, you know, really opening up my network and not being shy, not really literally put myself out there, be authentic as much as possible and let people know what I'm doing and really not shy away from what the good work that I'm putting in. So that is what I would, I would, the advice I would give to myself is really opening up my network and, and really putting myself out there. No more hiding. I love that. And you guys know I'm always talking about do your hiding is going to cost you. So I love that you said that we are on the exact same wavelength. So if you could share one super juicy thing that you're working on right now or you're excited about right now that you could share, what would that be? Let people know. Oh my God. I would say one juicy thing I'm actually working on. I'm planning to, I'm originally from Ghana. So I'm actually going to Ghana with my family and trying to set up an actual dev team in Ghana, because I feel like there is a huge talent in Africa that we can tap into. So I'm looking to set up a dev team that will actually support FMBNB. And um, I have, of course, other projects that I'm doing that would actually connect with FMBNB as well, which I cannot really touch on right now. <laughs> no, but that is super juicy. Like that is a juicy friggin' nugget. I love that. When did you? When are you scheduled to go? The ending of August, so I'll be going soon. In- yes, and I feel like it's because so I feel like I need a change of environment, so I need to go and really allow myself to really immerse myself in in the culture and really the goodness that the country has to offer. And I think that there's so much talent out there that we can tap into. uh, And that's what I'm hoping to actually get. I love that. You're going to get your creative juices flowing in a whole new way. Like I totally feel as somebody who loves to travel, it's that like when I get put into a new environment, 
my it's like all of my cylinders are firing like it's like oh my gosh i got this new idea oh this is so much clarity on this so you're gonna come back with like who knows guys this is about to blow up when you come back from ghana so i love that i'm also working on my first book actually so what we got all kinds of juice to be sharing the book i'm working on right now it was actually through and that's when you talk about being authentic because there's a few i think about two months ago i went on instagram i was pretty open as to what i was able to accomplish personally and what i've been able to accomplish professionally and and the outpour was amazing and people like you need to write a story because you know looking back from where i came from going through some struggles and and where i am right now paying off debts and buying several properties in really in a in a span of eight years, people like you need to write a book. How did you do it? You know, we want to learn from you. So if that's what I'm actually doing, I'm working on right now as a side project, writing a book for people to actually learn as to where I came from and how, you know, how I did it. Oh my gosh. Well, like you need to be announcing that from the rooftops way before, way before it's even done, right? Like people want to be on this journey with you, including myself. So I love that you shared that. Thank you so much. And so where would, where would be the best place for people to connect with you if they want to connect with you personally? Instagram. 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 Yes, Instagram would be the best place to connect with me. My handle is ya underscore virago. You can just simply search me and find me. And yeah, connect with me there. And I'm, I literally respond to my message faster than LinkedIn. So <laughs> <laughs> me too, me too. I love that. And we're going to put that, we're going to put that in the show notes. So everybody will have your personal. They'll also know how to follow Fem B. We're going to put the link to the website so people can start joining the community. So yeah, I want to thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you taking the time. You have an amazing story. I can't read, wait to read your book. And I really want to send you all all of the success, juice, and light that this is going to sweep the globe. And we're going to have women traveling and networking and bringing each other together in a, in the safest possible way. Thank you so much, Monique, for having me. I had such a pleasure talking to you today. Thank you. If you enjoy this episode, then make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss the juice every single week. And if you thought this episode was super juicy, it would mean the world if you gave it a five-star rating and left a review over on iTunes so I could keep bringing the juice to more people who need it. And if you want to win some juicy swag, I want you to take a screenshot of this episode from wherever you're listening, then post it to your stories and tag me over on Instagram at MoniquePrian underscore co. That's Brian with a Y. And you will automatically be entered to win. Until next time, my lovelies, keep building that brand over a business and raising your juicy CEO status.